definitely human. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. prosperous city of Fortuna, we are blessed to have visitors and immigrants from across the breadth of the known lands, and their diversity enriches us with a palette of skills that are the envy of the world. And so, although our heroes are in a sticky situation, they are sure to overcome it and meet each further surprise with dignity and grace. Cooking! Cleaning! Pax Fortuna! without conscience part two i'm gonna try to um get out of my shoes like i'm gonna try to kind of uh like unfasten them and Mm -hmm. step away from the stickiness like back to where i came from okay yep uh you uh, can feel the cold stone beneath your feet now and your shoes are stuck uh, in front of you can i investigate the stickiness absolutely please roll uh, an investigation check Mm. six you can all Take a closer look. Yeah, yeah. 14. 17. 13. Joni, you can see uh, that a patch of the stone floor seems shiny. Well, from my years of experience, I can see how the light's bouncing off this. And it's not like a buffer thing, but it's just like this part's just a little bit more shiny. I don't know if any of you can see that. By Jove, she's right. Yeah. Mm. Some foul trap has been laying for us. Does it go like the whole length of the hallway? Like, is there, would we be able to leap over the sticky, shiny part? Yes. It's maybe a three foot wide by six foot long patch. Is there anything else in the hallway? I'm thinking, is there, is there something we can put as like curtains or something we could throw over it? Well, can I try and clean it? I'm going to clean it. I Look, I'm not afraid to get my hands dirty. I've got the experience. I've got a few little bits in my bag that I can use. What do you have to clean it with? Malt, vinegar, and uh, there's a lot of alcohol in my perfume that I could use. 
Okay. Well, we should retrieve your shoes first, yeah. Elmira. Well, that's what, that's what I'm thinking. It's a place of beautiful shoes. She has beautiful shoes. Why would she want to leave them? They're quite lovely, yes. Oh, that's very kind of you both. <laughs> I think that's a very good plan, actually. If you could just unstick the area right around my shoes, then I could retrieve my shoes, and I would be very grateful. Absolutely not a problem, sweetie. <laughs> Please roll out advantage for your interior design skill. So you're you roll two. two of them, and then tell me the higher number. Eleven. So you're pouring your perfume... Onto a floor. Yeah. Are you emptying all of it? Uh, no, I'm not, I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you empty, let's say, a third of a bottle enough to cover the area around Almira's yeah. shoes. Yeah. It doesn't seem to be doing anything. It smells very nice. Um, well, this it's it's strange that it's not um, that this isn't working. I I've used this a lot in 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 the past and it's gone really well. But this must be some sort of disgusting substance that I've not come into contact with. Perhaps some foul magical unguent. Yeah. Well, never mind then. We must press on. I will shall bravely do without my shoes. However, friends, I must warn you. While I was stuck, I did hear. Some very upsetting scratching. What, what, what kind of scratching was this? Is it uh, like a small animal? Was it like a, a man trapped in the beyond and he's trying, to, he's trying to get a message back to his wife? Johnny, is that you, darling? Johnny, honey, you trying to tell me something? Is it something about your helmet? Scratch, 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 scratch. I'm starting to think maybe Johnny's here. Such a thing is not possible, Johnny. The dead are beyond our reach. It's time that you accept that your husband has passed and these are probably just some... Filthy rats. How dare you talk about Johnny like that? Do not compare my beautiful saint of a husband to a rodent. He, I, I just hope he can't hear through the walls of reality because honestly, he's going to be horrified with you. I'm going to try to open the door to, to reveal what I assume are just some filthy rats. Okay. You open the door. And say, gaze upon your husband, Johnny. <laughs> you open the door and indeed there are a clump of rats there have been scratching and now dart out towards you. Quickly, catch one. We can eat them. I know a fantastic recipe (laughs) for a rat stew. These rats are fairly large and they have a weird like greenish hue and their teeth are sharp and pointy. I'm not sure this is a fight that we want to pick necessarily. Roll for initiative. Oh dear. (laughs) (laughs) Seven. Eleven. Ten. Two. (laughs) I was, I, was, I was really keen about grabbing one of those rats as well. Yeah. Like I might have lunged out to just try and jump on one or something. Well, as you lunge forward, you miss entirely. That is why you go last. Ah, okay. <laughs> They've outfoxed you, these rats. You thought there were quite a few of them, but actually they're just large rats. There are three of them. And the first one circles and tries to bite you, Luca. It bites into your shoe, but doesn't make it through the leather. But it is kind of hanging on to your shoe. Get off, you filthy rodent! These are the shoes that my mother gave me before she, she left. <laughs> Second rat attacks Almira because it feels that you are the smallest and therefore the weakest. And they're not wrong. Yeah. Yes, it lunges for your feet and bites in. Oh no, because I don't have shoes. Oh no. Because you don't have oh, shoes. No. Yes, and it deals... It deals one point of damage to you. But it's more the disgust you feel Yeah, seeing a that hurts. Mm. And then the third rat lunges for you, Theobald, as you open the door. Good lord. Jumps, in fact, at you, but can't make it up to your face, which it was trying to bite, <laughs> and just scrabbles like your torso and then falls down. Oh, that's entirely uncalled for. <laughs> Theobald, what would you like to do? I'm going to kick the rat. 
I'm going to give it a, a kick in the face. Okay. Oh, God. Please roll. Uh, four. It's a, good, <laughs> it's a good kick, uh, but you miss the rat. It's wily and shrewd, and you can see <laughs> your foot coming, and it ducks out of the way. I let everyone know that it's wily. Beware, these rats are canny foes. Weave like experienced boxers. <laughs> I would just like to... <laughs> Look into its eyes. And... Wh- which one? Because there's one that is on uh, Luca. Oh. There's one that's on Elmira, and there's oh, one that's on Theobald. You're the one that actually hasn't been targeted. You're trying to pick the one that looks like your husband. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'll go for the one on Elmira's foot because okay. I feel like that has the highest potential for rabies. Okay. And what would you like to do? Um, just talk reason into it. Are you going to be bossy? Yeah. Okay. What would you like to say to the rat? Um, to just get off. Okay. Yep. Yeah, please uh, roll at advantage. 16. Okay, you tell the rat to get off. You scold it in your practiced bossiness. Um, the rat doesn't really seem to be paying attention to you, Joni. It can't be a failure of technique. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, there must be something else going on. Maybe it's just hardened by a life on the streets or something. I'd like to sort of pivot on my unratted foot. Okay. And bring my other foot around so that the rat gets stuck in the sticky patch. I feel like that might panic it enough that it lets go of my foot and also get stuck. I feel like that would, that's my plan. Okay, cool. Uh, please roll a dexterity check to see if you can pull this off. 14. Yes, you pivot on one foot fairly gracefully given mm-hmm. you've got a rat hanging off the other and you press that rat into the sticky fluid and you are able to draw your foot off, and now the rat is stuck upside down, <laughs> squealing in dismay. Nice. And still looking at you, though. <laughs> making direct eye contact. It knows what it wants. I would like to draw out my chef's knife, which I have on me at all times, Okay. and just take a, just take a swing at the rat, which has clamped itself onto my beautiful leather moccasins. Okay, cool. Please roll a d20 to attack it. Oh. Five. Five. You swipe down, but it lets go of your shoe and you end up scratching the lever of the side of your shoe. Uh, What would my mother say? Oh, mother, please forgive me. If you are watching right now, that is. The rat that's attacking you, Luca, you're busy swinging down at your shoe and it circles behind and leaps up and bites you in the ass. Oh, God. (laughs) Rats have no decency. (laughs) You can feel it's... Tiny fangs digging into your butt. Oh my god. And it deals you two points of damage. It squeals with delight. Squeaky! (laughs) Says the other rat leaps up again at you, Theobald. This time it has judged the distance better. Well, I never. And it bites onto your nose. And deals three points of damage. It's really dug in deep. My nose! My nose! You feel maybe its teeth might have even penetrated into your nasal cavity. Oh, God. damn. All right. Um, let's see how you like fire. <laughs> I'm going to try to create fire <laughs> and see okay. if it scares them. Please roll a d20 to see how that goes. 17. 17. Well, you've got flaming hands yeah. and you're what? Waving it near your face? So now that my hands are all aflame with my magical energy, I'm going to try to grab the rat that is biting on my nose and just like get him to let go. Okay, you can do that without any trouble. He uh, can't really get away because he is affixed to your nose. Uh, you grab him and the rat lets go of your nose. Please roll uh, a d4 for damage. Two. You can feel your hands singeing through the fur 
and then burning into the rat itself. <laughs> what, did you throw it to the ground? Yeah, I'm going to actually, I, I saw what Almira did with the sticky patch and I think that's a good idea. So I'm going to throw it towards that rat that's stuck on the sticky patch. You throw it onto the sticky patch and the rat, whose fur is on fire now, hits it cleanly and flame starts to spread out through the sticky patch. Behold the flames of the gods! <laughs> Joni, what would you like to do? Um, not take responsibility for the highly flammable liquid that I poured all over the floor. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm going to march ahead. I'm bored of these guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's a rat situation. Yeah. <laughs> can I do uh, that? Yeah, you can just nope out of there if you want. I tried saving them and I, I couldn't. They clearly got it under yeah, control. I mean... oh, oh, Mia, please get the rat off my ass. Oh, Luca. Okay, all right, all right. Be quiet. Enough. I got some very expensive perfume. Okay, it didn't work just a minute ago, but I would love to spritz it in the rat's face. <laughs> okay, uh, please roll a d20 to hit. Sorry, I haven't got my glasses on. It's a four. <laughs> <laughs> it's a four. Okay, um, you spray, but the rat lets go just as you are spraying. So all oh. you've done is perfumed oh. Luca's ass. <laughs> grazie, grazie. <laughs> You're welcome. You smell beautiful. The rat drops to the ground and it regards you with ominous intent. Almira, what would you like to do? How far away am I from this rat that was recently on Luca's butt? You are pretty much next to it, maybe arm's reach or just out of it. Would I be able to grab it in one action? Yeah, you can grab it. Okay, so I'm going to try to grab its tail because that it's that's the direction it's facing, that I'm facing. Yep, yep, over, absolutely. Right? So I'm going to try to grab the rat's tail and fling it into the fire. Please roll to hit. 13. You grab the rat by the tail. It squeals in shock. <laughs> and then you turn around and fling it into the flames and it gets stuck on the uh, stone floor and ignites. All three rats are on fire and squealing now. It is a monstrous sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, what an experience. Well done, everyone. <sighs> I just hope Johnny isn't in any of those rats, honestly. I can assure you these are... I just can't bear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, in any case, shall we go into the... Larder. Can I recommend we go to the kitchen after such an ordeal? We should eat. We need energy. I can make us something. You will never taste anything like this. It is wonderful. Always with the cooking, this boy. <laughs> <laughs> Just before we move on, the room that the door led into, that the rats were in, yep. is there anything of note in there? No, it looks like it would be a larder of some sort. Uh, it has no exterior windows. There are hooks hanging from a ceiling that maybe would have had meat at one point. Uh, there are shelves. It all looks empty. On to the kitchens then. As you enter the kitchen, the sickly sweet smell grows stronger. There's fruit scattered around uh, on the tables in varying states of decay. Some of them clearly have only been there for maybe a week or two. And so they're just overripe maybe, but then some of them are in such a state of decay that they are just black sludge in a plate. You can see some things which might have been pears at one point <laughs> Wow, that are just completely, they're just small black blobs really. Gross. Are there any signs that anybody has been eating any of this food? No. All the food looks uneaten. How curious. Is it all just fruit? Yes. There are pears there that look like there was what might have been a melon at one point and some citrus fruits of varying types. Is this where we do something like an inspection of the fruits? They look like normal fruits that you could buy in the marketplace or that anyone would have, except that they're all uneaten and all 
in different stages of decay. What kind of horrible monster would just go out and buy fruit and leave it to, to rot? Perversion at its worst. Oh, I quite agree with you. Waste is a terrible sin. Typical Fortunians. You see this bounty of food and you can't see the value in it. <laughs> I will make us a delicious food. They, they are not gone off. They are just merely mature. Like you have a cheese. Same thing. I will make us stuffed melon. I'll get the pan, I'll stuff it in the melon and put some citrus on it. We'll use your fire to, you know, heat it up a bit and we'll eat it and we'll all feel better. Okay. As you try to pick up the melon, it's sickly soft and it falls to sludge in your hands oh, as you pick oh. it up. Under its own weight, it collapses. Oh, oh saves, saves me chopping. It's easier to eat this way. The smell is overpowering. Oh, dear God. That's quite disgusting. I think this food is beyond salvaging, Luca. Yeah. No, 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 no. If we just use a bit of heat, that kills all the bacteria and then it'd be good to eat. No, no, I really must insist. I'd like to leave this room now, Luca. Yeah, it smells like my great uncle's bathroom. I, 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 got, I gotta leave. No taste, you people of Fortuna, no taste. <laughs> Come here, I waste my wonderful skills on you. I just feel like we're missing something though. Missing taste is what you're missing. <laughs> Seriously, who would buy fruit at repeated stages in time and not eat it. It is a puzzle. Are there any points of entry in this kitchen? Yes, there's a door that leads out onto a conservatory. The conservatory you can see leads out onto a garden. And that would be the back garden. That would be the back garden, yes. Right. And does it seem as if anybody has actually used this door? No. Hmm. Presumably there's sort of cupboards and stuff in the kitchen. Yes, there is. I would like to search through the cupboards with the aim of finding a bowl of some description. Okay, yeah, you open cupboards. Some of them contain what look like very, very, very old crackers. That mm. um, Maybe it's more suspicious that mm -hmm. they're still there and intact, if anything. You do eventually find a bowl that is glazed blue. Okay, I, I'm going to try and make one of my patented fortifying broths, which I'm famous for in my in my own land. And just to prove to these lot how delicious this can be. So I take the I take the rotten melon, I put it in the bowl, and I take the pears, which are also rotten, and they just collapse into the bowl as well. And then yep. I squeeze some of the lemon juice on there, mm -hmm. and I stir it around, and I spread it on a cracker. Oh, God. That's not a broth. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's like a fruit sludge. Yeah, yeah. But it's going to be fortifying because I've managed to get all the balance of the citrus and everything else right. And the, the acid and the, and the lemon is going to help, you know, just mm. to kill off some of the bacteria as well. Okay. And I'm going to take on the sugar that's going to, that's going to fortify me. Okay. Um, you mix it into what is a very brown sludge. Uh, the rest of you are surprised it's not bubbling. <laughs> <laughs> so rotten is the fruit. And you spread it onto a cracker, Luca. Mm -hmm. Do you want to eat this? I'm going to eat it, yeah. I'm going to prove to them that my fortifying recipes, they they are what they say they are. Honestly, Luca, you don't need to prove anything to us. We believe you. I have proof to you. Yeah. You Fortunians, you look down on me because I'm from the provinces, because I'm from, I'm from outside your city. But I'll show you, we know things that you don't. It's quite unnecessary. Okay. Uh, Luca, please roll a constitution check at disadvantage. Nine. Nine. Well, um, it tastes absolutely disgusting. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and you choke down the cracker, which actually isn't that bad, surprisingly. And you somehow, through a, a feat of constitution and hardiness, manage not to throw up. <laughs> absolutely delicious. Just like my mother used to make. <laughs> well, now that that's done with, <laughs> shall we... Uh, have a look at the conservatory, perhaps, and see if we can find this 
the thief. You must have such a strong stomach. <laughs> <laughs> so impressed. Um, you can look out of the conservatory. You can go out there. The kitchen door is not locked at all. It, again, is uh, stone tile, and it has a glass wall and an angled glass roof. There are two chairs there, uh, metal wireframe chairs and uh, a similar table. There's also a door that looks out onto the garden, but, but that's all, really. That's there. It's quite spare. Anything of note in the garden that we can see? So you look out onto the back garden, which is even more overgrown than the front garden. Uh, you can see at the end is a small shed and the grass would come up to probably the shins of the humans here, maybe the knees of the smaller among you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Around the edges of the garden are bushes full of flowers that uh, look like roses made of blown glass. The petals are transparent. Mm. Wow. And you can see the sun is setting and it refracts through the petals in a million beautiful shards on the grass. The door that looks out onto the garden is locked. Okay. Um, I'm going to step up to the plate again. Mm -mm. And Almira yeah. is really eager to do some more lock picking. Okay, yeah. Roll advantage. Pick that lock. Mm. 19. What? <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. The lock falls once again to your practiced fingers. I don't think these doors are really locked. <laughs> <laughs> the garden door, again, creaks open. Clearly it hasn't been opened in a very long time. What a puzzle. Okay, onwards to the shed. Okay, you wade through the grass and you open the shed door. It's not very big, maybe three of you could stand inside. That's how big it looks from the outside. You open the front door, which isn't locked. Unfortunately, Almira. Inside myself. <laughs> inside the shed, you see a variety of gardening tools, also an axe and some rope in there. It looks like just a tool shed. Some weapons. Yeah. I'm going to grab the axe. Unless is it is it too heavy for me? Uh it's not too heavy for you to Lug around it is a bit of an imposition, though. Maybe one of you can take this axe and I will take the rope. Oh, no, I was going to take the rope and wear it as a belt. <laughs> I'll take the axe. Dwarves have an affinity for the axe and implements. All I need is my trusty chef's knife. It's got me this far and it'll get me wherever I need to go. <laughs> Your stomach rumbles in agreement. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you've, uh, Theobald, you've taken an axe mm -hmm. and Joan, you've taken some rope. Have you? Did I? Or, was I, or I Amira? Thought, Did, are we who took the rope? the rope? Yeah, no, Amira took the rope. I think as long as one of us has the rope, I'm happy for you to have it and have it around your waist as yeah. well. I'm like, <laughs> I'm happy that you are happy about okay. the rope. Okay. Oh, I There's think about nice. 30 feet of rope. Okay. Oh, okay. That's it's, quite, it's quite a lot. It's a big coil of rope. Maybe um, Father could chop it in half because I don't feel like I need 30 feet of rope wrapped around <laughs> my waist. Fine idea. And here we go. <laughs> Thunk. Uh, Almira and Joni, you both have 15 feet of rope now. Beautiful. Like King Solomon would have done. <laughs> <laughs> Where would you like to go next? First floor. Yeah, let's go upstairs. Yes. Okay, you walk past the now simmering rats. Uh, they just, the, the embers are dying down. Smells um, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> and you walk up the fairly ornate stairs. These are carpeted, in fact. And on the first floor, you're in a similar hallway as before. You can see closed doors around you, three closed doors, one open at the end of the stairs that you have come up, uh, which looks like some kind of a study, maybe. Uh, you also see, uh, descending from the ceiling, a ladder that seems to come out of a doorway in the ceiling. 
Mm. presumably up to an attic of some mm. kind. It's just hanging down. Now I think if I were a thief, where would I run to with my gold? The attic. Quite likely right, Luca. Yeah, good thinking. And it has trapped itself in the attic like the rats we killed beneath. Mm. I'm sorry, I lost myself there. <laughs> we will, of course, show temperance and mercy. <laughs> Before we go the, the ladder farther, while we are working as a team, the individual who first acquires the money that was stolen from you, would they get the biggest share of the reward, do you think? The rewards that you in particular, Luca, have been... Oh, it's uh, hypothetical. Anyone, anyone. <laughs> the, 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 the rewards are so vast that they are unquantifiable. Indeed, the, 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 the meager pecuniary benefits that we may see at the end of this particular road are dwarfed by the rewards that await you back at the parish in Dewberry. So it's a little like the abundance that lies within the self. <laughs> Quite so. Yes, indeed. How fantastic. Okay. No need to be greedy then, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> and Amir, if someone was to get your gold, would they get a reward? Luca, I'm going to be absolutely straight with you. I have quite a lot of money on the line here, and I absolutely will be uh, rewarding you for your part in this. It feels like maybe you, you might need it. Um, so I'm willing to offer you six gold pieces if we can get our money back. Sorry, Amira. Um, I'm a widow. Um, so, you know, I have an abundance of money, yes. But, like, I don't have a, any income per se. Uh, well, how much would I get? I'm, I'm, I'm like, sympathy money, I'll take it, pity. I'm, I'm perfectly happy. <laughs> I am perfectly happy to offer you the exact same deal. How much gold is inside your gold box, Almira? Father, I don't think that's any of your business. <laughs> <laughs> Rather more than six gold. It was, you had quite a lot of money in there. Well, yes, I, I'm certainly not. As I said, I, I'm certainly not. Uh, I don't mean to deceive anyone. I'm not giving you my entire amount of money. That's that's not what's happening here. And how much for the parish? <laughs> the poor, the children, the orphans. Father, I will remind you that I am also helping to recover your gold, so I will not be paying you. I mean, to be honest, if we find it before you, there's sort of nothing stopping us from taking all of it, so... Indeed, it becomes something of a moot point. You know, maybe, yeah, um, just something to think about. Okay, so, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you are such a delight. <laughs> I'm a sweetie. The rat is a tenacious beast. Although other, less civilized nations would consider it a pest, they do not understand the noble rat. It is resourceful and hardy, diligent and opportunistic, and as such it represents all that frustrates them in their feudal folly. In Fortuna we revere the rat as a symbol of what can be achieved with hard work and few assets. If you see a rat in your home or neighborhood, be sure to report it discreetly to your local council and we will dispatch experts to give your rat the quiet, honorable send-off it deserves. You've been listening to Swifter is the Action Without Conscience, written by Maximilian John and produced and edited by David Knight, Tom Dalling, and Maximilian John, with music by Jonathan Day. Starring Giorgio Mariani as Father Theobald Brandlebury, Eleanor Kohler as Almira Q. Appleby, David Price as Luca from Tuca, and Jade Fitton as Joni 
Foreman Telly. I am Maximilian John, Game Master. You can follow us on Twitter at Visit Fortuna. If you are enjoying the show, you can listen to the whole 26 episode series right now, available on our Patreon to $5 subscribers. That's patreon.com forward slash definitely human. Pax Fortuna is a definitely human production. 